ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin, and many others were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Are you PNLP? This is the Premier Non-League Podcast. Episode 55 of the Premier Non-League Podcast, supported proudly by Tackled Us Together. Wow, we've got a full house. Even the part-timers have turned up tonight, haven't we, Gas? Yeah, me and you are both here, mate. Yeah, but I mean, as we were just saying off the air, we can tell how long it is because we've all had updates to do on our computers. You're more, you more than anyone, haven't you? Yeah, mine was coming up last time I recorded with, with needed to update and I postponed it, postponed it, and then the laptop died and I switched it on and it's like an urgent. So. And what's yeah. the moral of the story there, Gareth? Uh, update your laptop. Or we could just say, I was thinking we shouldn't be part-time, that ain't going to happen either, is it? So we've got a, I've got a four-month-old baby. Like this, so he's going to still be using really that easy. excuse when, when he's 16, stuff like that, when the baby, when she's 16, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a 16-year-old baby now, I can't come. I've got a 16-year-old, I need to go and kill her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we're still going in 16 years, that'd be that'd be an achievement, won't it? There probably won't be podcasts. What would it be in the future there? It'd be some sort of yeah. VR augmented reality shit when they've got all four or five of us in the living room oh, that's no. quite a scary thought isn't it yeah especially when pete pete's in sofa. That's what <laughs> 16 years t- 16 years time i think trev and pete will be knocking on uh heaven's door heaven's door yeah <laughs> <laughs> we, we could be we could be asking chris to be the humanist oh, we, for the ceremony yeah. there we go keep it keep it in the family and all that um anyway guys it's uh, it's good to all be back in the same room um we've got a lot to talk about this week haven't we uh fa cup fa trophy gareth's be uh sorry uh, <coughs> it's been subject to a few keyboard worries and some interesting conversations yeah. on social yeah. media worthing yeah. have had another four goals put past them shields i don't really know shields how are they doing chris all right um away form hasn't been great but we've got a point on saturday at brackley after uh being beaten at Chorley on Tuesday night, a game Shields should have won comfortably. A case of not taking your chances again. So it's just the same old, same old, playing good football, not taking enough chances. Yeah, I know, uh, I know, but, I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, still sitting third in the league. Um, if we can sort the away form out, we'll be runaway champions by February. Oh, here he goes. <laughs> I'm going to start that question again. So, Pete, are you That's okay though, mate? I look like we're keeping you up. No, I'm absolutely fine, mate. Just, I've never, uh... I've never seen anyone look so relaxed. He's, if you had the picture, he's sitting laid. Have you got a lazy boy sofa or something? Because it looks like you got your feet kicked out. No, it's just Lean a nail-shaped, it's just a nail-shaped sofa. He's got, so, his, he's got his feet up. He's, he's looking chilled. So if, if he drops off at any time, guys, he might be asleep. I probably will listening to you, mate. No, oh, thanks, mate. Here we go. The abuse has started already. Um, no, you'd be pleased to know you got one more week at least than me before I bugger off again. Um, but yeah, so so the shield, so shields with the form. It's quite. It's just away form. Yeah, down. I mean at home, at home we've only dropped two points at home. Um, I've only conceded one goal at home, so it's just the away form. And really, it's there's I, there's four games now that I can think off the top of my head that we should have won, but didn't. And so yes, um, but that's that's that that's football, and it's it. Just continuing to enjoy the the National League North ride, as it were. It's just a mm. better, it's a better competition all around than what we were used to for the previous four years. But you know what, Chris? This is what will happen. This is what we sort of said with Irving at the end of the season. You know, you think of those one or two games that you've dropped points. You could have missed out on the eliminators. You could have had a home tie in the semi final yeah. if you get to the playoffs. It's it's always and it just doesn't matter for any football f- supporting fan. You always look back on those matches. We should have got a point there. We shouldn't have let it strip. You know, we lost to Yeovil, wasn't it? Pete, eight ninety eighth minute winner they got. Yeah. 
frustrating because I don't think I think a draw was a fair result with that. I don't think we played particularly well. We weren't bad, but I think a draw against Yeovil would have been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Pete. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, we did. We did. We definitely deserved. So the he's point. watching TV. Isn't he? <laughs> no, he's got... <laughs> no, we definitely we definitely deserved the point in that game. Yeah, we could, we sort of covered this last week. I thought. Um, yeah, we played. We played. We played week, well, we, I thought. we haven't recorded since Yeovil. Yeovil was Saturday's gone. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, and then we uh, Saturday gone, and then we had the FA Cup this Saturday. <laughs> no, okay, we had the it? league. We had the league against Bath. We had the league against Yeovil after the recording, then Bath. So we've had yeah. two weeks since. So yeah, <laughs> w- wakey wakey. <laughs> He's too relaxed on the sofa, isn't he, chaps? But we also had another four goals put past us away from home, which. To be fair, and as much as I, I sort of said to Pete, you don't, you don't, you never see the bad side in the club. It's been pretty poor form away until Saturday, wasn't it? For the last three away games in the league, we got twelve goals past us four at a time. It's it was pretty concerning, and you know, rightly so. I think the fans were very frustrated, and there was no booing, there was no which we shouldn't have been, but there was criticism, you know, which I think was right because, you know, you go to Hampton and Richmond Borough, and they charge you nineteen quid to get in. And you watch absolute dross when you're seeing your team, you know, every pint was 6.50, food was all minimum six quid. So you're looking at sort of getting towards EFL levels now. London prices. Pete didn't have to pay that because he's freebie Pete. He gets him free because that's his commentary. So he didn't have to worry about that 19 quid. But you've got to say, Pete, it's pretty poor show the last three until Saturday. Last three away games, well... Saturday, um, well, Saturday, Bath, we won, sorry, but that's last, a different story. But the last no, three last away, Tuesday, yeah, last Tuesday at Hampton, it was nil nil half time, and we we played what we played well the first half. Um, second half just lost our shape and our discipline, and yeah, don't know what happened, but it wasn't great. Second half, uh, no, I think it's the first time in quite a few years. Well, the the players have really had to receive any form of criticism because we've been on such an upward trajectory yeah. for the past five seasons. And Chris, I don't know if we I put it in the group. Uh, and Trevor, I know you probably were aware of it, but a couple of players were mouthing off back at the fans, and I was in the fan section. No one said anything. We were just saying it's not good enough. Now, where does your stance feel on this? Because there was no abuse, but quite rightly so, and there was generally no abuse because all the other fans were told to shut up if they. Mm. Them. But we're literally just saying, not good enough, chaps. They came over to cut and we're just shaking hands, going, not good enough. A couple of players got quite salty, and I appreciate it's the passion behind them. But where do we stand with this? Do you think they should be gobbing off back to the fans when, you know, as I said, four three away games in a row in the league, uh, 12 goals put past us, one scored, a lot of money. It wasn't round the corner trips, it was uh, Braintree, Maidstone, and Hampton. They're not just round the corner sides. What are your guys' opinions on that, Chris? Start with you. As long as it's constructive and not personal, I think both sides are entitled to voice their opinion. If you say that's not good enough, as long as it, if a player responded and said, yeah, you're right, or, or, or as long as it was constructive, I have no problem with it. It's when, it, as long as it's not personal, and I always yeah, say, and it wasn't like if you would, say, if what you've just said, if you would say that to his or her face, and it's absolutely fine. Yeah, the, so the players. In my view, do have uh, uh, should have the right of reply, and again, as long as they are constructive and say something back that isn't personal and was something that would say back to your face, then to me it's fine as well. We couldn't we couldn't understand it, but it was quite an aggressive manner. I felt just the body language mm. was quite aggressive, and that's where I sort of took a little bit of mm, yeah. I, I yeah, don't yeah. think that is yeah yeah. Trev, all, if, if it is yeah. aggressive, then it's out of order. And Trev, what do you think? I was just gonna say. Before I answer as well, were they players that have been there three, four years? Or yeah, there? so you know they've been there a long time. So that's what I'm saying. They've never really received any criticism since being at the club, have they? Yeah, I, I agree. The same, the same as what um, Chris said as well. The only, the only thing I'd say, maybe from a Worthing fan point of view, is um, because you've done so well for the last what three, four, five out of eight years, or how many to get up up with two, the two promotions that people expect more than you can give. Every time yeah. you step on that pitch, and forgetting that maybe as well, Worthing are still part time. Against you have one full time side in Ebbsfleet last year. You've got three, no four this year, including Eastbourne. Um, mm-hmm. You know that that you're up against. So there's maybe that little bit. I mean, I've I've seen it a bit this year with our own fans that you know the last last year was brilliant for us. This year's even better so far. But some forget where we were three years ago. 
Mm. Um, and they're just like, occasionally you read things and watch things and you think, hang on, you know, as Dean always says, you've got to, you know, fight for the right to win every game. There's no, there's no guarantee people are going to roll over. And I think people are just that little bit on edge to, you know, go possibly take it more personal than it, you know, than it should be. But yeah, but I think, I think none none of us would ever have like, personally insulted them and if it is that you say oh wind your neck in mate do you know what I mean yeah yeah um I I often think you know heat of the moment so I'm not really a fan of post-match interviews straight after games <laughs> ask Pete Chris, about that <laughs> Chris have a look at some of Dino's <laughs> what some of his honestly really goes D- Dino's after. not just Dino what about Mark White <laughs> he's going Mark off White, on the yeah, table yeah <laughs> He's got. There's a podcast to be had with his just with his post-match interviews, but yeah. I think um, heat of the moment stuff. You know, an hour later, it'll all it would all be forgotten about. I'm yeah. quite sure. I'm sure it was. Uh, I'm sad there was a good the, comeback for it. The one thing I would say is that if those players have been at the club for a number of years, I, I, I would guess they would be familiar with you guys. Yeah. So would should be able to. You should be able to converse on a reasonable level. Well, that's what so, I was surprised about because you know. The, did, and, hold on, hold on. Did 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 anyone hear what those players in question said? No, it was quite far away. But one of them was targeting. Well, one of them was nearly the halfway line. But they were proper. You could tell by the body language, Pete. They were shouting sort of the movements. And one of them, the latter one, he came quite close. But I couldn't quite hear because I was at the back of the terrace. But one, he was shouting at one of the guys right at the front row. Right, but obviously, do you, do you think they might have been annoyed with their own performance? Well, yeah, I think it's the heat at the moment. I think frustrated yeah. at it, and because at know, first one of them was putting his hands up saying "sorry, I'm sorry," and then it just flipped all of a sudden. It went from like naught to one hundred, and it was like, "Oh, well, hang on a second, calm down here, mate." Like this is only. Gaz, what do you think about the matter? Like, what do you think about uh, criticism? Criticism in a nice way. We're not saying you're an f in this, you're an f in that. You know. It was if just the always like that pays my enough. wages tells me that that was a poor performance. Um, then I've got to take it. I'm a, I have a right to reply, like Chris said. You have a right to reply. I think I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think from what you're saying, it sounds like a whole lot of hearsay. To be honest with you, no one really knows yeah. what was said. No one yeah. really knows in what manner it was said. It looks aggressive, but I'm six foot four and a big bloke. I can be laughing and joking and still look aggressive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if if you don't know what's said... like you, a goodly lad like you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just I, I I think like anything can be construed as being aggressive yeah. if someone's throwing their arms around. Doesn't yeah. necessarily like my my boy looks aggressive when he's talking, but actually he's just just mm-hmm. gesticulating. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just I knew I knew. The the difference being is if you make a mistake in your job, uh, your your boss isn't going to call you out on social media, is he? No. No, but you say that it's a completely different. This is a completely different thing. It's just you know the relationship between football fans and sports. We've all been in stands where we've heard effing and blinding. You know your crap, whatever this, that, and that. But yeah, you know but... it wasn't bad criticism though. It was just like it's know, not good but enough. Like, like Trevor said, some people need a reality check and remember where we came from. It's only mm-hmm. our second season in this league. Yeah, you know we 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 are susceptible to defeats. Mm. Every, every every team yeah. is. We but Pete, we've... if you take your Worthing tinted glasses off, three away games in a row. Four goals past yeah, you each it's time. Not ideal. That's not on. It's, no. it's not ideal. No, but you've got to look at a bigger picture. We're still doing okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we still bounced back on Saturday. I think that was the best response because I would hate it to have been on that coach losing again by four goals. There's a long enough journey as it is all the way down to Bath. But um, you've it'll be interesting. Got, you've also got to remember, you sold a goalkeeper in the summer who was arguably one of the best goalkeepers in the National League. Yeah. And... You're you're adapting with a new goalkeeper. Yes, he's been there before, but mm. he was there when they were playing in the Ishmael League. I don't know where he's yeah. been playing since. He I was at Brentford Bees. Okay, mm. he's, so he's not been playing. No, and we've, like, and we, men, and he's we've not been playing first team football, has he? And no. we've lost our captain. Yeah. So you, you just mm. there's just got to be a little bit of perspective, but a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It it was interesting just to hear your thoughts on it because um you know I was um I was surprised to see some of the reactions um you know because I think the criticism was quite 
valid. It was not offensive. It was not valid. But um, to bounce back 2-0 on Saturday, I think, was the best response to sort of shut the fans up and a really good performance from those players that maybe didn't pull their weight. Um, it takes us into Steve for the FA Cup this weekend um, against Alfreton, which is another long journey up to sort of Derbyshire area. Um, Pete, what are your expectations for that? It's a game we can win, I think. Mm. Yeah. I've looked at the, I've been watching Alfredson's highlights and it doesn't seem too, too much to worry about. Chris, have you heard much about Alfredson? Yeah, they're a better organised team than we faced earlier in the season. There was two or three players missing when we played them early door. It was first game of the season, actually. Um, but um, definitely, definitely a winnable game for you. Um, yes, there's another journey for you, but it's still a, it's a decent draw to try and get to the second round. You know, if someone said to you in uh, September or August that you go to a team at your at the same level as you, perhaps not quite as on paper as good as you, mm-hmm. um, for a chance to get into the FA Cup second round proper, you'd take it. Yeah. Yeah, you would. I mean, we all we all hoped, didn't we, Pete? And, you know, when the, the draw came out, we were all kind of hoping for a Portsmouth, a Charlton, a Wickham or something like that. You know, one of the bigger themes in League One. But as you said, we, we win this round, 41 grand in the kitty, um, yeah. into the second round. Probably a good chance to be on TV because there's not going to be many non-league teams left at that time. Um, and it's, it's an exciting time. And I think the result on Saturday really um, puts in good stead for a good performance on Saturday. That I mean, the squad are travelling up the night before, which just something that they haven't done before. So that'll be interesting to see how that affects them. Uh, hopefully they don't have too many beers and they enjoy <laughs> being on lads on tour. <laughs> you would hope not. Um, Pete, you, you're not going, you're not going up the night before. Did uh, Didn't do Shields any good when they travelled a leak? No. The night before? Goodness. No. Yeah, it's <laughs> awful performance. But <laughs> let's see Let's see how it gets to us and we're in the next round. Barnet, what are Barnet doing, Trev? Hanging on the coattails. <laughs> Just. Doing, they're doing well, aren't they, Trev? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, it would be a heck of a heck of a something to catch Chesterfield, I think, to be to be fair. But both us and Chesterfield have got more points than Notts County and Wrexham had at this stage last year. Mm. So, oh, you're going to break that record? <laughs> nah. Well, I mean, we're on course at the moment for 100 points. They're on course for more than that. That's still not going to win us the league. I think last time we went up, we... Something silly like eighty six. Yeah. So we can't afford too many, too many slip ups to be honest. But we keep winning minus two or three of our um, regular back three as well. Yeah. Are you happy with well, the way they're playing? Um. Yeah. We need we've we're creating enough chances in a game to hit five and six every week, but we're not taking them, and that's the one thing that came out in Dean's post match after beating um. Oxford City on Saturday, um, that we're we're just we're not that clinical. We haven't. I mean, we put four past Averley, which kind of we expected to in the in the cup replay. But beyond that, we haven't given anyone a really good hammering like Scunthorpe have given a couple of sides a good a good scene to yeah. the last couple of weeks. Um, and that's the sort of thing that comes comes back to bite you if it comes down to goal difference. Um, you know that is that could be um, absolutely crucial. You've got Kirsch and Ashton in the FA Cup this weekend. Mm. How do you expect that to go? Uh, if I'm right, Chris, they've lost their last two 1-0, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, um, they are a well-organised team. I haven't, we haven't played them yet, I don't think. I don't think we have. My brain's gone. But um, from what I've seen, they're well-organised. They'll certainly give you a game. You're in for a tough game. But it's a, again, if you... If you in August, if you were given this scenario to get into the FA Cup second round proper, you'd take it. So, very much ready. It's very much there to be taken. Absolutely. I mean, we're 11 games unbeaten at the moment. Um, something like about eight wins on the spin or something something silly before we played Solihull, I think. Um, we haven't lost a game at home yet this year. We can't really ask much more apart from just put some more flipping goals in the yeah. back of the net. That's really yeah. uh, where we... That's the only bit we're, we're not doing as well. With. Trev, can I ask a question? Just playing devil's advocate, not wanting mm-hmm. to count chickens and you know commentate as curse, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But um, should this run continue, and um, you you're likely to at least score via the playoffs? Is Barnet Football Club, as it stands now, 
ready for the Football League or there's still work to do? Uh, off the pitch? Well, off the pitch, we've, we've, we've been a league club, so that wouldn't be a problem. Um, on, on the pitch, I would say probably we wouldn't have to make that many changes. He's got such a strong strong squad and a lot of those players dropped out of the Football League two years ago, yeah. season before last to come to us. So um, I wouldn't envisage we'd, we'd have to make that, that many changes. Um, yeah. And when you look at the constant look at the bottom of League 2, that's the same sides pretty much mm-hmm. bar Sutton and Harrogate have dropped into that this year. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I, you know, I mean, plus as well, we move up one level, it makes us more attractive. We're more attractive this year than we were last year. Yeah. Um, even if we don't go up this year, we're again that much more, yeah. more attractive than we were when we had Tim Flowers and Peter Beadle steering the business. I just wanted to make it clear though, if you did get promoted, you'd be banned from this podcast. I would, wouldn't I? That's fine. I'll go and set my own up, man. Football League one up. But and then and then and then maybe, maybe in the future you guys might actually be able to join me. Oh here he goes. Here he goes. <laughs> that, should we sound clip that and then uh, play it at the end of the season? I can moonlight. And Barnet inevitably you know, <laughs> have their end of season form. Um uh, so it'd be interesting to see two of the teams in the FA Cup this weekend. Gaz, what have you been up to lately, mate? Oh, I went on holiday. Oh, here he goes, yeah. <laughs> Football wise, no, part timers have been away on holiday. Yeah, I went on holiday and then well, I went to Lance for the weekend. That's Pete said I've done well since I've been back. I've been three out of three for Worthing since I've been back a week. I've been quite well. You're at Lansing, Lansing, at yeah, Lansing at the weekend. Yeah, we were. Um, yeah, absolutely piss wet through. <laughs> um, yeah, but day, I got, so. yeah, but I got wetter yesterday at Wick. Yeah, but I was surprised yeah. Wick was on, mate. I couldn't believe it when you checked in. Yeah, do you know what? Um, I think watching on um the the forecast and how much rain was due to come down and what had already come down, and um, although to be fair, the pitch doesn't waterlog that bad. There's, there used to be one bit in front of the um seated stand that really used to hold the yeah. water. The rest of the pitch not too bad. Um, but when I checked it on Saturday night, they said um, pitch fine, pitch playable. No, nothing about a um, pitch inspection in the morning. Again, been 11 o'clock kickoff and only just up the road anyway, even if we'd have got there and it'd been off, it was okay. But um, it started, but it didn't finish. Got to, I think, just after 60, 60 65 minutes, I think. Um, and Mark Spence had to call a halt to it because the ball just wasn't... It oh, it was, it was called off in there, I didn't realise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't realise. It, it was abandoned. And uh, the, the following one after that, Billingshurst, they had people forking and sweeping water off the pitch. Um, and they played the full 90 there, but, um, yeah, it's a shame for their ground-hopping weekend that it, uh, it coincided with an absolute Sussex deluge. But mm. we got football on Saturday, didn't we, guys? Yeah, we got football on Saturday. Decent game as well. Mm. Um, and a good attendance. Yeah, 200 and... Do you think, do you, do you think that was because of all the postponed fixtures yeah. in the Sussex area? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to nearest 3G pitch. Yeah. There wasn't yeah. much available. It was it was Lance and New Haven or Dorking, I think, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah, pretty much it. Lance go and was... tap up Mark White for a free ticket. No, I'm no. doing that next week. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, there we go. Go <laughs> fair play. Enjoy it. At least he's honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, well he did say it. it. He did actually say so. It's not like he's hiding or anything. Mark, no. anytime you want to come, come to. Yeah, let absolutely. him know. And, uh, I'm sure he will one time, but I can imagine that in the next round, the FA Cup, Worthing, Dorking, it'd be typical, wouldn't it? Well, not for this year. Not this no, year. No, sorry, happen, the, tro- the, tro- the trophy, sorry. We're playing, that? Them, we're playing them tonight in the under-18s in the FA Cup. Oh, really? Mm. How are we doing so far? Are we not ain't, got, ain't got a clue. Ain't got a clue. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, FA Cup this weekend, guys. I think one of the things we've got to, uh, we've got to talk about is um, the ridiculous... I mean, it is ridiculous, and it isn't. Horsham, which is a close club, club close to us, are down here in Sussex, have been forced to go all the way up to Barnsley on a Friday night, not even on TV, because Sheffield Wednesday and Rotherham are playing at home on the Saturday, but their big day in lights is kind of being dampened because no TV reward. And <laughs> how do you think of that? I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, the, the the fact of what Horsham are missing out on 
the fans, even, you know, the players going to be able to get two days off work, you mm. know, to be able to go up. I mean, I think I saw, uh, I might have been in the, the non league paper yesterday, that they expected they were going to take 600 up with them. Now they think it's going to be 300, just literally because of that movement from Friday mm. instead of Sunday would have been absolutely no problem. South Yorkshire police again, eh? There we go. They've got a history, mm. apparently, haven't they? No, it's bloody Horsham. Oh, yeah. I can't mm. imagine Barnsley and Horsham having a, have a scrap outside the ground. No. I mean, no. I just think, could they not have even made it to Sunday? I mean, even the Sunday would have been better. Mm. Yeah, you know? that's what, you know, that's what they've asked for. You know, why not Why not Sunday? It's just, there's no reason for it to be played on the Friday night. It's just... Well, it's time and a half for the police, isn't it, on a Friday night? Double time on a Sunday, so... Mm, that's why it's cheaper. I was um I was down Worthing tonight discussing something, and uh, we were saying about the FA Cup second round, if we got through. And inevitably, if we got through and got a favourable draw, it would probably be on TV. So there's no guarantee that we'd be at three o'clock on a Saturday, because it'd probably be no. on TV. Friday night, Sunday, Saturday tea time. Or Sunday is Saturday early as well, is there Saturday, Saturday early FA Cup? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, it... And, I think it goes on to the fact that I'm just going to read an excerpt from what uh, I put in our group, which I saw about Sheppy, um, who are playing Walsall on Friday, and ITV have chosen it as their television. So ITV want 18 cameras in the ground. So six lorries and trucks are taking up the ground at the whole public car park at Sheppy, which they're lucky to have a car park because I don't know what to do with Worthing because there's no bloody car park there at all. Um, extra floodlights because they're not up to TV standard. Uh the ground capacity has been set at 1,400 for everyone. So that includes a police, TV, firemen, everything else. A FA have 100 tickets for sponsors and their own. Um, Walsall have only got 170 tickets for their fans because 50 tickets are by supporters and uh, by sponsors and club officials. Um, inside, the ground has to be repainted, including the away dressing room. Clubhouse bar is only going to be accessible for dignitaries and VIP guests. Um, they've got to put new toilets in because the block is in the away end. And the game has has to be segregated. Um, they have to hire in food bars so Walsall fans have access to food. Two new bars have been installed for the game. Had to go behind the two ends of the ground. And Walsall are travelling down overnight, um, which any team would, and they have to pay for overnight travel, and it's 15 quid entry. Now, this is it. If, if Sheppey don't win, which is probably quite likely, I mean, I know, Trev, this will go into that in a minute. We kind of won't upset. <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah. That's they're gonna get no money out of the FA Cup at all, are they? Well, they get oh, very hundred thousand TV money. So, you know, I thought it was fifty, the, Chris, fifty, fifty each. Yeah, fifty each. Yeah, yeah. hundred split. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, but you think everything that's got to be paid for out of that? Mm. I mean, yeah. it really, it's really, it's. It, I mean, it's a completely different subject. But look at the Christmas Eve fixture that's been announced by the Premier League. Absolutely. It's for the armchair fan. Um, yeah. Not for the real fan, as we all love non-league. Now, see what I was going to say. You know, that the the whole thing that you've just read out. The worst thing for me is is the fans, and if they're giving plumbing tickets away to dignitaries or whatever you want to call them, corporate. I think that's an absolute disgrace. Mm. It's stopping like the real fans. Any notice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's but it's joke. what you get for touching, you know, rubbing sorry, rubbing shoulders with the the pro game. Late, you really. rub sure that this that's what you get. Obviously, it reminds us that we are fortunate in non-league to not have to put up with that kind of nonsense very often. But it, it's what you have to put up with if you want to raise your profile and, and rub shoulders with the with the pros. I just think oh. it's so bloody awful. I mean, uh, Trev, you you do you know Sheppey's grounds? Do you know it? No, I've never been. No, actually, been but, but I know you, you're involved in a lot of Kent non-league football. Yeah, it's, it's better than it used to be. Now they've got the, the obviously once once you put the three G service down, same as like it is at New Haven Gaz, isn't it? It looks absolutely lovely. Yeah. Around the outside, so it's a lot, a lot better, a lot, lot more improved than it ever was. I know that yeah. it used to be quite a bog. But I've even seen on social media this week, there's so many fans saying, I've only just been able to get a ticket. And you've got, you know, regular fans. And another problem with the FA Cup is the Johnny-come-latelys. You know, which is fine. You know, you want your local, like, you know, look at when Crawley played Man United in the third round. I think 10,000 or so Crawley, um, people living in Crawley or casuals went up and, you know, they only get like a 2,000 a week or something. like. That. I think Worthing beat them quite a lot of the times in the fit sort of a capacity sort of stakes. But, you know, it, it's part of the, sort of draw of the FA Cup and you know what's what's the famous saying the the glory of the FA Cup or something you know the glamour and mm -hmm. 
I just think it's it's such a shame for clubs like Sheppey. I mean, but at least they're getting something out of it. But Horsham are getting absolutely nothing out of it. Yeah, they get their travel and transport paid for, but the fans don't. The fans, yeah, they did make it. Was it Carlisle two years ago? They got in the th- first round, which was a a really good experience for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a hell of a journey, isn't it? They haven't yeah. been very lucky, have they? See, one yeah. of the Bath fans said to me on Saturday, uh, we, um, they're actually quite glad we beat them in the FA Cup because Bath to Alfreton would have been even longer than we're doing. <laughs> just as just to add to that, I just had a look at Sheppey's attendances this season at home. Yeah. And they've had uh, 746 against Lansing, uh, 650 against Horndean, 1200 against Billericay, 550 against Sittingbourne. Hearn Bay was 198. Kent Kent Derby as well. Yeah, Burgess Hill 278. Uh, I don't know. I've just got home attendances. Hearn Bay, uh, Burgess Hill 278. Kennington was 270. Phoenix Sports 177. And Midhurst and Eastbourne was 265. So they've had a massive bump in crowd numbers after the first few games of the season. Mm. Yeah, so from sort of the 23rd of September, they've gone over 500. Which is healthy attendances for them. Yeah, but yeah, it's that level. What what I'm trying to get at though is, yes, the attendant this that it's been reduced, but how obviously there's a lot of extra people that don't normally go. Yeah, like like mm. you're saying earlier, like a lot of people there that don't normally go who are going to be taking up tickets. But this would be an interesting group. point, Gareth, as you said. Like, how would a club like Worthing manage that? Because you know people that just buy tickets as, as and when they come but they're regular they might not be season ticket holders season ticket holders easy you could give them a pre-sale code but how do you look after the regulars like say say for example where we got to the third round drew man united at woodside road you know for an actual fact that would sell out in an instant you yeah. know any any premier league team you know imagine if it was a local one against brighton or something like that you know it would sell out in an instant um especially at woodside road that, Unfortunately, there's no real way, is there? I mean, because I know games like, for example, if I go to Charlton, I get points on my ticket. So when I went to the playoffs, I got added into a certain round of ticketing that I could buy a ticket at a certain stage. But non-league clubs don't have that facility to do so, do they? No, but there's got to be something somewhere because obviously Worthing, use them as an example, because you can buy your ticket online in advance. If you buy it online in advance, that should go, maybe that put that towards... Not like a point system, but oh, you've been this many times. You they can release it. Well, there'd be phases. a database, I'm sure, wouldn't there? I'm sure yeah. there'd be a database. Yeah, there'd be, and, there'd be know, something somewhere. Yeah, you like to, but we got to get past the first round first. But anyway, FA Cup, interesting. It's going to be a good weekend of football. Chris, what league fix? Have you got a league fixture this weekend? Or have you got a weekend off this? We play table topping Tamworth on Saturday. Oh, that'll be an interesting match. What do you think you're going to get from that? Do you think it'll be a tough one? Oh, of course they are. They're flying, they're riding high, Tamworth. Um, they're on the crest of a wave, but so are we at home, so it's going to be a, a cracker. I hope, I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's yeah. This This is what it's about. I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. That'll be good. It'll be interesting. I think that'll give you a right flavour of what's going to sort of come to the second half of the season, especially yeah, the team I mean, to fly. Nobody, nobody expected Tamworth to be where they are. Um, everyone was expecting Scunthorpe to be, you know, 10 points clear, and it hasn't happened. And Tamworth themselves are well clear at the moment. Um, will their bubble burst? Well, let's hope South Shields can put a little bit of a little dent in their run. Mm. Really looking forward to it, though. Really looking mm. forward to it. Yeah, no, we're good to see. And uh, um, hopefully a win for you and uh, close that gap on the top of the table. Very much so. Guys, so we um we have noticed this week, uh, moving on from our clubs and stuff, that um kind of joked a little bit. There's been a few handbags if we're allowed to say that term on social media. Pete Pete wrote a blog for Rebel Yell tonight about keyboard warriors and people taking to social media to sort of vent their frustration. Trev, you've uh, you've cast a fishing rod this week and had a few bites as well, haven't I've had, you? I've had a few crackers this week, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I know in the past, Chris, you you've you've had a few uh, sort of run-ins on social media as, as we have on, you know, Worthing. Oh, saying that, Chris got called out. Somebody... Um, oh, yeah, on, the other, on the last yeah, episode. Saying, uh, it's not very good, Chris, that you said you would have punched a referee in the last podcast. <laughs> so, Chris, do you want to apologise to that listener? <laughs> no. Pete, Pete put him on the spot there. 
<laughs> Sorry, Chris. No, that's all right. You just reminded well. me that was all. Keep, you know, someone's saying, oh. Be <laughs> polite. Should, this chap's a... a regular listener, so let's just be uh, And he's a Barnet nice. fan. That doesn't do him any favours, but he's and a he's regular what? listener. Mm-hmm. And he um, interacts. And if, I, if I've offended someone, I'm sorry, but, you know, I'd... Yeah, you know, I said what I there said. There you go. He's apologised. Move on. There we go. We're talking about heat in the moment things, you know, the same as earlier. as our criticising um, <laughs> Worthing <laughs> players and stuff. It? What context was that comment? It was the last episode. I haven't fully listened to it yet. Can't I haven't. You. You've had like two weeks, James. Uh, just, you know, I'm such a busy guy, mate. You'd have to ask my PA. Uh, it was something about a referee and you said you'd have punched him yourself or something. Um, I can't remember. Um, yeah, can I? Yeah, it was a couple yeah, of weeks ago, wasn't then, it? So... Well, if I've offended somebody, I'm sorry. I never, I never meant me. No, I don't know. Don't worry about it, mate. I think it was just, it was just, it's a, another, it's an opinion. It's an opinion. It's uh, his opinion versus yours. And yeah, that's what we'll get on such. But anyway, moving on from that, Chris says sorry if he's offended someone. But it's all said, you, you, you're a regular listener. You know, we appreciate you regular. But, you know, sometimes opinions differ. We differ in opinions on this podcast. And, you know, that's just the way football fans are like sometimes. I'm sure Chris, if he get, came to it, he wouldn't be going and punching a referee in the face, would he, Chris? <laughs> well, well okay we're definitely moving on now anyway keyboard warriors handbags at dawn trevor who have you upset this week who hasn't upset upset. i haven't upset anyone go on put it into context put it into context um well which wants to start with first start with a walsall the clueless oblivious walsall fan who hasn't got a clue what he's going on about and he was embarrassing walsall fans as well wasn't he yeah all right, okay, we start with Walsall then. Um, yeah, obviously, because I come from Kent, lived there in t- my entire life, by the 17 years I've been down here in Sussex, um, I want Kent clubs to do well, always will do, apart from Gillingham. Um, so whenever whenever a Kent club does well in the, in, in, the, in the FA Cup, I'm quite happy with them. The fact they're a non-league club, even better as well. So I just, um, I, I, I think I only, I only reposted something that they'd, Tweeted and I just said, oh, I'm hoping next Friday for an upset. And then, uh, and then a, a Walsall uh, fan decided to uh, jump on and um, start giving it large, as 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 per the norm. It's always someone without a profile picture of their face. It was one of the beach, which was uh, mm. lovely. I can't even tell where the beach was. It certainly wasn't Bognor anyway. So um, it wasn't Walsall. It wasn't Walsall either. <laughs> and then, uh, and then a couple of. Um, Funny enough, I think on the Friday, a couple of his of, of his uh, fellow fans actually jumped on him and told him to stop making an embarrassment out of himself, which was fantastic. he was embarrassing. He was, and you know what was even great was he obviously hadn't read my my bio to find out who I support because he just naturally assumed I supported Chippy because I reposted something and the amount of stuff I repost and share every day on Twitter or X or what or, you know whatever you want to call it. Um, it's rather an immense amount of stuff, I do have to say, but um, you know, I do that because someone else might miss it, so they catch it off yeah. the mark and they've seen it just more for information purposes. And then I carried on to Saturday as well. And um, luckily, I had the week off last week, so I thought I, I'm just going to keep on toying with him. If if I'd have been at work, I'd have gone right, I'm shutting that down, straight away. I ain't got the time to deal with idiots. I had a little play around with him as well, yeah, yeah, and um. So the funny thing is, though, is that obviously I can go into groups and stuff like ours on other different ones I've got on WhatsApp and uh, just sort of like go, here you go, lads, pile in on this one as well. And then boom, before you know it, he's, his phone's blowing up because he's got 17, 18 people tweeting, tweeting him at once. So he, yeah. was, the, he was the first one. Uh, it was even better when Walsall went 1-0 down, wasn't it, I think? And lost as well on Saturday to Manchester. Yeah. So he big, didn't come back to me big, after big, that, though. Big time Walsall. <laughs> Um, did lose on 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 Saturday, uh, but so did Sheppy. We'll we'll balance it up. So, um, be an interesting game on Friday night. And then before him, I think I had a couple of um Chesterfield, a couple of Chesterfield. I call them fans, but they're not. Again, people with no not single profile picture to their to their name. Uh, wanted to tell quite a few of us Barnet fans after Tuesday night when when we drew with Solly Hull that Chesterfield have already won the title. Um, which the last time I looked, it's not one in October, it's one at the end of April, I think it is, when the season finishes. And have you mm-hmm. screenshotted that to publish to him if it happens and set yourself a reminder on your phone? No, I'm not interested in stuff like that because I'll just I'll just put it out there in April and go, I told you so. 
Same as hopefully <laughs> I'll get to do next Friday evening. Um, and then the one in between that one was um, Adam Summerton, who commentates on the National League games on uh, TNT all the time, quite often. Puts yes, up a good and PNLP podcast friend. He is indeed. Um, often puts up how strong the National League actually is, uh, you know, and just throws more argument towards three up, three down. And um, some, I don't even know, I think Stevenage actually, this guy supported, which um, funny enough, they came all the way through non-league to go up to League One. So they've got their roots all the way back through. Um, so I do wanted to uh, uh, jump on and um, just basically give no argument. And I've got no, I've got no problem with someone putting their opinion across in an argument, but make it an argument. Don't just chuck it out there with nothing to back it up, which <laughs> literally um, all three of them have done all week. So, What did, what did that last one say then, Stevenage? Uh, well, basically, um, you know, the, the top three at the moment in League Two are Stockport, Notts County and Wrexham, three of the four clubs that went up in the last two years. Hartlepool obviously dropped back down after spending a year up there after winning after winning the playoffs, but you know the the argument is no club has ever got relegated straight back to the national league after winning promotion. Never, only two sides have ever gone straight back up the first year after they've come down. Now his argument basically was, well, if you open up another relegation place, that opens up the possibility of one of those clubs going down. But it's gone from one up and one down to two up, two down, and still nobody wants to get relegated yeah. straight away and go back down. So his argument was just a little bit wet, really, um, and arguing just for the sake of it. He couldn't come up with any reason why it should be three up, three down. And the fact that every club can sustain themselves in that division, you know, just literally says it says it all. Um, and actually, to go back to the Walsall point, I did make a point to, to that fella as well, that uh, Barrow, Salford... Crawley and, and, and AFC Wimbledon are all in front of Walsall, who were, of course, non-league clubs. I rest my case, my lord. <laughs> Why do you think it is getting worse, keyboards and online? Because it is getting really, really bad now again. It's just, it's. It, I mean, as we say, it, yes, it's the modern day of, you know, chatting with your mates down the pub. But, you know, when it gets like abusive, it's almost pathetic. The people that give abuse online are the type of people that just stay out of the way and face. They'd never give it face to face. No, never. No, so. never. And I mean, to, you know, to be fair, none of it was abusive. I've got to say, at one point, what, what did the bloke went to clown? I think the Warsaw guy. And I went, oh, there we go. No substance to your arguments, and now you got chuck insults in. Um, none of them. I wouldn't say any of them have been abusive. And, and I will put out actually the best debates I had this week were with referees. On Twitter, mm-hmm. they were the most. They were the most sensible. They were the most putting their point across against mine, which then gave me something to go back with, rather than me, rather than me having to almost, like you say, get the fishing rod out and just keep reading them in because there was no other. Not, not, really not the stuff. silly refereeing account that Pete had a run in with earlier in the season. What was no. that one called again? Ref, uh, Pete. What is that one? What, uh, what, what ref yeah. support? Ref, no, ref support. support. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 just a couple of He's just a troll in himself I think, anyway. Um, I think one, I think a referee put something up and I'd, uh, and I'd just gone back and went, and I went about the consistency. Um, and then another referee came on and, um, and went, um, what was it? No, it might have been, it was something else. Um, how, how do you define, I can't remember whatever the point was. And like my, my yellow card might not be someone else's yellow card. And I said, no, that's fine, fair enough. I said, when it comes to a foul, I said, that's going to be judgment of what you think out there compared to what I think in the stand. 100% that's going to be different. But I said, if a referee's not booking a player for the kicking the ball away, the time wasting, the stand, I said, every referee should be doing that. I said, and that's where my consistency bit, you know, comes into it. Um, because that happened last Tuesday night when we played Solihull. You know, the referee let it go and let it go and let it go. Just... Just book them. Just get it done. Get it sorted. They're going to carry on doing it. And you know, Dean Dean Brennan said quite often enough. Actually, what what he would like is referees to spend more time around clubs and understand how a game works. Because Tuesday night when we played Solihull, they came just to sit in, manage the game, not exert themselves. That's exactly what they did. We were going hell for leather because we want the three points. 
And the referee managed that to possibly his expectations, not the expectation of everyone else in that stadium. So, I mean, I know, the, I, know I think the, I'm not sure if the Premier League referees go in beginning of the season, the Football League referees do. They have like one session with all the new law changes and everything. But yeah, um, I fully get his point, you know, a little bit. But again, the most sensible debate I had was was with referees this week. The rest of them were clowns. Yeah, I see. Sometimes they just want a reaction, don't they? Wouldn't catch me having a mass debate with a referee. Oh, here he goes. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Never. Do you know what's really I'm bad sure is that get triggered soon. That was going through my brain, but I <laughs> didn't think it was appropriate to say it. Yeah, there you go. When Pete and James are on, it's always appropriate. Hey, I've been very good tonight. I've behaved so myself. It's not Don't over yet. It. It's not over yet. I'm sure something will come out. Um, but yeah, it's I, I kind of and we'll just get it. We've got to get used to it, haven't we, guys? Because it just happens all the time. Well, you you posted something in the group earlier. Seems like two clubs are having a pop at each other now on social media, and it's like. Mm-hmm. You know, that's. I think that's just so unprofessional. <laughs> it's pathetic, it, isn't it? It's so unprofessional. To, to say that as well, Pete, though, when you see what some clubs actually tweet on their match day in-game tweets, you read it and you go, hang on. I mean, I did wicks at step six for two or three years. Some of the stuff I've seen clubs put out in what they've added and that, I've looked and gone, I've never done anything like that because you're reflecting on that club. Um, yeah. you know, and I've I've looked at a few like you know, when I've referenced back things to put in my blog and stuff, and I've looked at it and gone, I'm like, why have you written that? Just like that line would have been enough. Don't need to add those extra words in. It just looks a little bit for want of a better word, it looks timpot. Have you seen um Burgess Hill's Twitter account as of late? Because ever since the sort of coxy, I think they've gone quite unprofessional on their match day account. I think they're they're quite almost immature on a match day. That actually, the immaturity bit is probably actually the right word for it. That's what a, yeah. some of it looks like. And I think, you know, and I've even seen it at National League South level in clubs as well. And I'm like, you're getting to the point now where you're stepping the wrong side of the line. You can probably just about get away with it, step three and four. But when you get into that National League three divisions, you're actually almost stepping into the professional game, even though your club might still be semi-professional. Um, and I've looked at a couple and gone, really? Just yeah. really? Mm. You know, it is I'm strange. Not, yeah. You know, I don't want to sit there and freaking call it out on, on Twitter, but you know, I can't be the only one that's looked that's looked at it and gone, blimey. It's like, you know, someone had a bit of a, a, a bit of juice at half time to stick that one out there, but, you know. Yeah, it's know. it's it's a strange scenario, and I th- I just don't think anything's going to change. Do you? Probably not. Is it to try and get the viral tweet? Is that what it is? Is it sort of this social media generation? I don't know because I put one I put one out and it had fifty three thousand fifty three thousand views. It wasn't intended to have anything like that. I just put it out there to go because I I thought how can you charge that for that? And all of a sudden, bang. Again, there was a couple of keyboard warriors on that, weren't there? So yeah, yeah, there were. You know, but to be, you know, to be fair, I've got to say, if I'm not, if I can't be bothered, I won't entertain it. I'll, I'll just, you know, shut it down because I couldn't, I can give a monkey's what anybody says on, you know, on social. As far as I'm concerned, I use it for my purpose, not for their benefit. Um, you know, as simple as that. But if I fancy having a bit of a, a bit of a fishing rod moment. I'll stick a bit of, uh, I'll stick a couple of worms on the end of it and uh, see what nibbles. Yeah, I've made my own rule now. On a Saturday evening, I don't yeah. tweet after I've had Yeah, Yes, you yeah. do. I don't. The amount of times you've gone on the Rebel Yell account when you've been annoyed at a referee and you've got some <laughs> ink, ink and he's no, in that, 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 no, that one was, that one twice, was. Twice, you've that, done it twice. That one was a sober, that was a sober rant, that was. But, <laughs> Still, if, I've you... had, if, I, but if I've had a few beers, I'll. I'll Stay off Twitter and stuff like that. I'll be like, what? yeah, because you can do it on the Sunday instead. Yeah, do it on the Sunday instead when you've got a clear mind. You can think about what you're going to put. Yeah. yeah. That's no, the way to true. do it. But it's a funny one, isn't it? And I don't think the social sort of revolution is going to change. And, you know, it's probably the invent of teams like Hashtag and that that are causing all of that. Ooh, controversial. Controversial. Hashtag, Hashtag controversial. Hashtag, <laughs> literally. Um, 
I think there's some sad news we have to touch on before we start wrapping this podcast up is that Gloucester City lost all their away kit last night because uh, the kit man's home caught a light from the tumble dryer, which is tragic and seeing the photos, horrible to see. Scary. Mum's in hospital as well, isn't she? Mm. Well, I think I think the worst thing is, <laughs> regardless of a bit of kit, the poor bloke's probably got no house to live in. Yeah, that's right. It's it was I've, I've seen the photographs. It looks horrific. Mm, it? Yeah. His, his home is just ruined. Um, how? Oh, it's just dreadful. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, it's um. I I always find fire. What I think it's one of those sort of things that just scares me. Because mm. something so small can completely obliterate a house. A yeah. I mean, do you see that fire at Luton Airport a few weeks ago? Yeah. Uh, it compl- One car started a massive thing. It's ruined hundreds of cars, completely taken yeah. down a block. I mean, electric, fire. Electric car scary. battery blowing up. Is that what it was? Apparently. Yeah, hi- hybrid, I think it was, wasn't it? Was it hybrid? Yeah. Mm. It's. Um, yeah, it's um it's scary, isn't it? But um good good luck to good luck to Gloucester. Uh the FA trophy um draw came out today. Um as we were sort of saying off and we said earlier, I think we got another blimmin' West Country draw against Froome. Froome, Froome, how do you say it? Froome, I think. Froome. Froome, yeah. Mm, Froome. Um Pete, how do you think how do you think it's gonna go to that? I think we'll go on the coach. Of course you will. You get it for free. <laughs> You're not exactly going to drive yourself or get a train, are you? Yeah. <laughs> do you reckon? Uh, do you reckon we're going in the second round? I hope so. I don't know much, much, much about Froome to be honest. I've never had reasons to look, but they're in the South Central Premier. Yeah, yeah South Central Prem. So yeah, so yeah, it'd be a test, but I'll, I'll, a new I'll ground like. to tick off. But Just, I think I think yeah. tired, tired around those. Yeah, we'll talk here, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well. You got Dartford Maidstone as well. That's true. That's a biggie. Lot of rivalry there. They don't like each other, do they? Much? No. I think that's one of the only ones they segregate. Uh, they were saying when we were up there, apart from mm. us. But they segregated us because we had their old goalkeeper, which is uh, sorry, um, not their old goalkeeper, Luke, who their old player, and we thought we were gonna they're gonna start fights, which is weird. Mm. We, we were saying off air though, weren't we? Though there's a lot of. National League North and South Club playing against each other all the way through the draw, loads of yeah, yeah. Stortford will be happy, wouldn't they? They got a localist draw, local (laughs) draw, yeah. They got St Albans. Oh yeah, it's the closest match of the season for them. (laughs) I did put it in the group earlier, Trevor. Yeah, I'm I'm just reading. Yeah, it's also in tiny little font. (laughs) So I'm I'm trying to I'm reading for everyone, but I mean like this, you got. Uh, Warrington and Blythe, Southport and Shields, um, obviously Maidstone and Maidstone and Dartford and Yeovil and Torquay were mentioned. Wellinger got Taunton, uh, Slough got Farnborough, Dover oh, got Weymouth. There's that's like, a long. I was just looking. At, that's a long one, that isn't it? Yeah, but there's just <laughs> so many. There's so many ties. If they'd have pre-drawn it. So that the National League North and South sides were either home or away, and the rest got drawn around in whatever was left is what's left. You'd have just come away with I don't know, a bit more of a draw that's lops that's not so lopsided. But on the other side of it, though, we found last year when we got to the semi-finals as Barnet that a lot of the sides played each other, like the National League sides on the way through, so they were constantly knocking each other out. Yeah, and that's when you think actually might have a chance here. So it. It can work in your favour, I suppose, but if you just think, oh, I've got, we've already played them twice in the league, now we've got to play them again. I can't seem to get myself up for the FA Trophy. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I really don't. Because it, it was a competition that I would have, again, you know, a few years ago, taken your hand off to be in, but I don't know. What finals, Chris? That's when it comes alive. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think we had... Plymouth Parkway at home. Then we had Solihull away, Torquay away, Maidstone away in the quarters, and then Gateshead in the semis. So not until it sort of got to Maidstone did I yeah. think, well, actually, because mm-hmm. this is one that expir- inspiring before that. Yeah, yeah. Either, but... I think it's... when you look at the, probably the disparity in uh, in prize funds, probably mm. doesn't help. 
because the winners in the the second round proper uh, win three thousand seven hundred and fifty pound. Yeah. That whereas I think it's uh, I think we said it was like fifty odd grand, wasn't it, for the uh, for the FA Cup in the second round? Yeah. Is it fifty grand in the second round? I can't remember. I, I, it's something like something that. Something like it's, that. Yeah. It's about forty for the first for the first round winner. Yeah. yeah. And you know that they're going to have a bigger. Um, a bigger turnout as well and you know you're going to get TV in the FA Cup second round aren't you probably if you're a non-league side mm-hmm. yeah yeah but it'll be an interesting um, it'd, be, it'd just be interesting to see where the next rounds go because you know for example for a club like Worthy if we get through to the next round of the FA Cup and the trophy we're going to start pit fixture piling aren't we and it's going yeah. to be uh, that's when you know I would probably take I would definitely take the the, uh, the league over the cup any day would you Yes. Mm, yeah. I mean, the, I think... league, the, the league's your bread and butter, isn't it? Every season, but but it's what a cup run can bring to the club. Would you take the league over nigh on? Well, if if you make it to the second round, over a hundred grand in in money. Exactly why you you like yeah. the cup run. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean that's you know what what was the team that played Spurs. Marine, Marine. Marine. That, that, they would have sorted themselves out for a few years with that what run, wouldn't they? They're, well, they're, going, they're going again this year, aren't they, Chris? Yeah, yeah, they are. Who they got? Who they got this weekend? Oh, home to somebody. Hold on. Oh. Carry on talking. Don't just but stop. I, gonna, <laughs> I thought, I thought gonna, you had it ready. I was, there, I thought you were like ram man <laughs> at the moment. I was going to say though, you know, we showed last year you can reach the playoffs and have a good. FA Trophy run to the semi-finals, which didn't harm. I know we almost ran out of gas at the end, but it, it's also know, a full-time team. Though, they're it? at home. They're at home to Harrogate. Yeah, oh, that's a very that. good draw. Yeah, yeah. that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Fancy that. No, no, another sort of load of action, Chris. Um, so you're not really arsed with it then? No, not really. Um, like I think, like Trev says, I think if it gets a bit later on, but um. Away to Southport, having have, having played them in the league the Saturday before away, with a toss up between which game I would want to win. Definitely the league game. You want to win both games, of course, but to me, it's all about the league. The FA Cup's very important. I think I think every club at our level should really take the FA Cup seriously, purely for the money and the kudos and the exposure, which you simply don't get in the FA Trophy. You just don't get it. The Vars is very different because the Vars is a competition where clubs who are further and further down the pyramid can get to Wembley, where our levels now, not wanting to be elitist, but um, it just doesn't feel the same for me anyway. That, that, I don't know how other people feel, but for us, that VAR, when Shields won the Vars in 2017, the Vars run was magic be, yeah. because Shields were on the... It was only the second year of the new regime, and it was a fairy tale. It was an adventure, and it was a it was great to be a part of it. Where now, <laughs> it's just not the same. No. Well, plenty of shocks, I'm sure, will be in the making over the next few weeks in the FA Cup and the trophy. Come uh, on, Sheffy. Plenty... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think you do have to put some form of tweet out if you win. If they win, uh, sorry. I think you tag him in it as well. I'll yeah. do it if you don't. <laughs> All right, keyboard warrior. <laughs> Here he goes. Um, any and what what games are we going this weekend? Obviously, we know where me and Pete are going that long trip to Alfreton. Um, Trev, where are you up this weekend? Uh, Tumbridge and Glebe or New Haven and Pagham tomorrow night, depends on the weather. Tomorrow um, night is in Saturday night, or are we looking at Tuesday? No, as in that's in Tuesday. Sorry, so he's already, he's already been, he's already been. Was it a good oh, match? Already have been was one was it a good two. match? Probably. Yeah, or was it, <laughs> it was it a crap match? <laughs> well, they're both crap matches, so depends if I can edit it and see where it comes out. Could be a shootout on either version. Um, and then Saturday, hopefully, Dorking Dagenham. Fair play. We know Tamworth for Chris. Uh, Ooh. this Saturday, big top of the table clash. There, It'd be interesting to see how you do. Gaz, anything for you? Uh, potentially New Haven tomorrow. Um, was it a good match? Yeah, lovely. Yeah, really, really good. Pissed Did the weather stay rain, off? No, no, oh, okay. no. no. Or no, was it really it, sunny? It was, no, sunny. It, it was it sunny, wasn't it? Chucked it down. Absolutely and then, chucked it down. And then it was snowy as well. Yeah, it won't be sunny because it gets darker half five, no? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pete, uh, it's called editing and it's trying to be funny. I mean, it <laughs> Did might you be get off sunny. Picture of fairy gas. 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll all, yeah, there'll be a picture of the ferry because it'll be all lit up, won't it? Oh, it overlooks the, the ground, yeah, doesn't it? it yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, are, are you going to use the, those funky graphics I gave you? You used I used them at the weekend. Oh, did you? Well, it shows how yeah. Fuck, yeah, how much attention I pay to it. Sorry. Yeah. How bad. Well I mean, done. You could, you could. I don't know. You could chip in with a bit of uh, social media action and actually. Sorry, um, I was so cold. Some... Yeah, but I don't want to take the glory away from you. Imagine how confusing it would be, like if it was like two games going goal, 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 goal. Imagine how that. good it would be if we actually got four games all tweeting at the same time. Well, actually, Pete, Pete could do it. He's in the commentary box. He could easily update it quite easier than me standing in the terrace. No, he couldn't. You stand in a terrace. Yeah, actually, nothing. actually, we have seen the things that Pete has been infiltrating our group with. Those we do apologise for those pornography uh, pictures that appeared in our Facebook group the last few weeks. I heard Pete logged onto the um, logged onto our page from his computer. And uh, <laughs> do you remember the old days where you used to download illegal music on like LimeWire? I think Pete still got the viruses from those days. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm getting the blame for this. I can assure all our listeners. <laughs> But that has nothing to do with me whatsoever, and I've got the latest version of McAfee, so nothing gets through my. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll blame we'll blame Chris then. Yeah, it's not for the want of trying, eh, Pete? <laughs> I know. I try to go on sites, and he blocks me. He says harmful content. <laughs> I'm like, anyone a knock on air? What's the matter? <laughs> See, uh, again, I, it's not even me this time. It's not even me. I'm trying to. I'm trying to do a service to our listeners, saying apologies for the um, explicit content that seems to infiltrate our group. And Pete's talking about knocking one out. <laughs> so I think we're going to knock him out in a minute and kick him from this conversation. Well, uh, don't say that. I got wrong for knocking one. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm going to give Pete a cuddle instead, a kiss and a cuddle, and he can leave give, the room. Give Pete a red card instead. Yeah, we'll red card him. We'll red card him. Um, any last bits and bobs before this? Yeah, got one goes more down thing. The toilet. One more thing. If and that's not Pete's tissue. <laughs> if you are the scumbag Oldershot fan that took the GoPro oh, from yeah. a bunch of amateurs yes. at the weekend, give it back. Literally give it back. No need to do, do you, that. Do you know no. what, guys? The sad thing is about that is I did always wonder when I've seen this thing, it's going to happen one day. And I know it's really horrible, but I know I've got a GoPro. I know how expensive they are. They're not cheap. And, you know, that's not right because, he's, he, as we know, we've had him on the podcast before in the summer special. And, that's not right that and they've just had a kid as well so it's yeah. not going to be it's not going to be cheap to replace a gopro i'm sure i'm sure he will have some form of insurance but even so yeah it's going to put the sort of it's going to put the premiums up and everything if he claims on it it's just not right and just all the shot that's just scummy well, so, behavior somebody somebody must have seen it somebody's got to have seen it well someone and said that so he's got two it. cameras in the goal so surely they must mm. have seen who's taken it yeah dob him in dob him in but the, mm-hmm. the, the, he, I think he said that that GoPro is the GoPro that started it all. That was his first sort of GoPro. So it's been through the journey for four years. You can so say. it's like a memento for it. Yeah. Well. Just just give it back. Well, if they don't give it back, then let's just hope Aldershot do the right thing and give him money for another one because I think that's only fair. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yes and yeah. no. The old Aldershot as a club didn't nick it, did they? No. But, no. But call it, the fan out. Call call him out. Call him out. Yeah, that's all I can say. Someone there difficult. knows who it is. The, the thing is, though, that that away end is it, it's almost like a free for all, isn't it? It's it's not. It's quite sort of. No one's going to know where you're stood. It's not. Yeah. You can't really do anything. But, but the thing, the thing is, yeah, give it whoever, back. Yeah, whoever nicked it, he would have been bragging to people. Yeah. We would have definitely been bragging to people. Someone somewhere game, knows who it is, and I'm yeah. sure more than one person knows who it is. So. Just give it back to Aldershot and let Aldershot, you know, send it back. You know, don't be pathetic. It's not like BT Sport or something. I mean, it wouldn't be right even if it was TNT Sport, whatever it's called now. It wouldn't be right nicking anything anyway. But from a guy that does it out of sort of the love of football and, you know, he's a guy that makes a living from it. Don't, don't in this day and age, especially, don't be sort of hampering his ability to... Uh, it just annoys me. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure we should get marks for you on that because I'm sure the few swear words would be... Uh, Use yeah. against that older shot fan. Well, if he blame his players or his management team, no, he'll blame he'll blame, he'll blame Rich for putting the camera there instead. <laughs> Rich shouldn't have put the camera there; it should be fixed somewhere else. Rich's fault. <laughs> he started to lose it, bless him, on Mark. But we, he keeps on bringing oh, <laughs> brings brings the uh, com- comedic value out. Yeah, Those brilliant interviews, but we love him anyway. But yeah, bring it back, older shot fan, or I wouldn't say fan, pathetic person. Um, anything else, Trevor? Yep, Farnham Town, the only side still with a hundred percent record in the, in the whole country. Country. Mm. 
We had three, four, didn't we? Two or three weeks. Uh, yeah, it was three, three of them, three, wasn't three, it? Three weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, when we last recorded. So yeah, down to one. Farnham, Farnham Town is my local, um, my, my mate's local team. So I should tend to jump on the bandwagon. If he doesn't, yeah. he's a Chelsea, he's a Chelsea fan, so it's probably more fun than watching Chelsea at the moment. <laughs> anyway. It's been a good episode, guys. Five of us again. Maybe it'll happen again one more time this season or not. But it's been a pleasure. Enjoy your weekend football. Be do, be, please do share our, our, our podcast around. Tweet us on social media. Go on Facebook group. Do not upload porn like Pete does. And um, check out our new graphics. Yeah. Yeah. Gaz is probably going to only use. And probably not me. So there. On that bombshell, we'll be oh, seeing you. Bye bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin, and many others were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.